dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 84 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. I am your rested. We took a week off. We did. Sasquatch. Work did not cooperate with us last week. Did not. Just had all sorts of mishaps. <clears throat> yeah. So we just decided to, uh, literally the night we were going to record, I don't think I got off work until like 6.30. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think you got here until well, after. I went, I went and ate supper, but well, right, but until after eight. Yeah, yeah, it was a long day. It's all good. That happens. You forgot your computer and your car that broke down. Oh, it was a horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, we'll uh, some of the things we'll double up on this week, and might be a little longer than normal. But you you missed us. That's okay. <laughs> We know you. We know you missed us, and we're sorry. We'll try not to have mishaps again. We all know you depend on your fix of truth, logic, and common sense. Something right? like that. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> so you want to get down to the dirty? Let's do it. It's time for Comrades Corner. <laughs> Welcome to Comrades Corner. Today is all about ass. Nice. We're going to talk about getting it. We're going to talk about asses getting taken. Ooh. Then, of course, there's just people being asses. Well, you'll have that. It's going to be great. Nice. To start off with, a girl who just wanted to make a couple extra bucks stripping. So, she needs a fat ass. Well, professional implants are expensive, and there's not really the best black market for this. Even that fat ass you need. There is one. Injections. Given in a hotel room by a lady claiming to be a professional. What could go wrong? (laughs) Well, nothing on visit number one or two or three. And that's where things get complicated. At injection number four, the injections started leaking out of her butt. This is a problem, apparently. Not getting injections in a hotel room, not multiple visits for injections, just the time they leaked. Well, the obvious solution to this is more injections. She complained about dimples on her butt because of the leaking injections, so of course, injection number five began. It didn't fix anything. It just made her butt bigger. So, now on to number six. Yes, this is not a bad idea yet. After $8,000 and a lumpy, abnormally large rear, now it is a problem. So now, we go to an actual doctor where she is told there is nothing they can do except amputate her entire ass. (laughs) There is no telling where her fake ass starts and her 
Real Ass Begins. Talk about back where you started. The only thing to fix this is to completely amputate her ass and implant fake, professionally implanted implants into where her ass was. Full circle. She says there is a silver, there's a silver lining though. <clears throat> Had the makeshift surgeon gone into the muscle, she would have died immediately. And that's one hell of a silver lining, considering the only option on the table to fix a debacle is an ass amputation. Some people shouldn't breed. Her parents are those people. She is the same. Next up, we have a guy and a girl. Okay, we have a guy and a sex doll. Nothing really crazy there. Go nuts. Whatever. But this guy treats his sex doll like a living person. He gets quote-unquote her plastic surgery. And when she least expects it, proposes as well. A warm feeling comes deep inside when you witness love being professed. It's really a beautiful thing. This is not that. This is lunch traveling north on a southbound road. To be honest, I could really care less what this guy does with his sex all. If he's happy, more power to him. That does not stop me from pointing and laughing. And maybe that's why I'm a bad person. And I'm okay with that. Jessica Yaniv is back. I've talked about her here in Comrade's Corner multiple times, as this is the only legitimate place she deserves to be. A happy mix of late night and tabloid treasures. If the name doesn't ring any bells, no need to worry, I'll remind you. This is the transgender woman who happens to have an odd relationship with underage girls on Twitter, then sued a salon for not waxing her nuts, and is now outraged that a gynecologist won't give her an exam. This woman really just wants to sexually assault people using guilt. The best description was on Twitter. You don't go to a gynecologist if you don't have a vagina. You don't go to a repair shop if you don't have a car. Stop trying to bully people into touching your privates. End quote. <laughs> and that's pretty much how I feel about it, too. Just stop. And that's Comrade's Corner. I have questions. Quest. This was a stripper, right? It was. Was this Hunter Biden's baby mama? You know, I I actually did some digging. I, I contacted local authorities, got a hold of a, some investigative journalists down in, in Miami-Dade to see if that's where she lived prior, see who it is. And it's not. It's not her. She could be a different one, though. Well, good. I mean, she's not his baby mama, so she maybe hasn't bred yet. Right. She Can probably- we... <clears throat> yeah. Sad. Maybe the butt implants will and the, and the injections will impede her ovaries and whatnot. And she can't. That'd be great. Warning labels. Warning labels. Warning labels. She deserves what she got. Yeah, no. You, are you ready for the best part about all this? I actually forgot to put it in here. I just There's a best it. part, There's and a it wasn't part. in there? She <sighs> spent $8,000 on these injections. <clears throat> a professional, like, silicone butt implant would have cost her, like, 2500 bucks. 
Wow. That's the best. But that was supposed to go in there right before the whole, like, dumb people shouldn't breed. That's amazing. And I forgot. Yeah, she spent almost three times the amount of money on this That's so dumb. I mean, that's garbage. par for the course. It's a stripper. <clears throat> and, well, you mean, know, some strippers are, like, putting themselves through law school. Obviously, this one wasn't. No. Not the smartest tool in the shed. $8,000 I mean, to make your ass bigger. I mean, plastic surgery is plastic surgery. If you want to want to have a nice ass, nicer than what you have, go for it. Do you. Yeah, whatever. But, like, to go out of your way to spend more money on a garbage procedure that's not even safe than what you could have gotten with a professionally done, like, exactly how you wanted it. I wonder if they do these injections for boobs. Um, they do. Oh, wow. They do. There's it, Down in South Florida, this is actually a big problem in the uh, poorer communities <clears throat> is people are getting these injections and they're killing them because like what she said, like if they get it in the muscle, it goes into the bloodstream and yeah. that silicone liquid gets in their heart and kills them. Oh, it's silicone. Yeah, it's just oh. liquid silicone. They're just pumping it between the fat and muscle and it just beefs out. Huh. Because I'm going to tell you what, I'm not a fan of Tupperware titties. I mean, I mean, they're nice to look at, but they feel weird. Yeah, they have they have good ones. They have good bad. I'm you know. sure there are, but, but I have like, not felt them. To expand on that, like bodybuilders down in South America are getting into this, huh. and they're like injecting their arms oh, with this. I don't think it's silicone, but it's a, it's a chemical like that. And like there's there's guys down there who are having to have their arms cut off, and it doesn't even look like real muscle. It just looks like you have. A massive bulge on your arm. And it's like they love it. I'm like, that looks nasty. Looks like my sass pants. Yeah. When I'm excited. Probably. It's fair. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure that there are Tupperware titties that uh, are okay. Yeah. The ones I felt literally felt like a bag of sand. Yeah, those are the cheaper ones. Yeah. I don't know, man. That Yaniv lady. What in the actual... I don't understand it. I mean, her true motives are coming out. Like yeah. everyone, everyone can see now. She's literally just trying to put herself in the spotlight. She's just trying to bully people into doing what she wants them to do. And, like, that's it. You know, it's all for publicity. Fits the... Uh... The MO of what I think many transgendered people are, and that is mentally ill. Yeah, I, I mean, to, I, again, to each their own. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm just saying, but like you're, I mean, I don't know, like, publicity, fine, whatever, but I mean, Waxy, <laughs> you don't have a vagina. No, yeah, the, the whole reason she's going here is to get these people caught up in this whole transphobic BS so that she can use it against them. It's ma'am. Yeah, it's that crap. And that's not all of them. I mean, there's... No, I'm sure there's plenty of normal whatever, yeah. I guess. But I think that, you know, I think mental illness is high. There's something going on. And it's brain chemistry. Like, what... I don't know. But this is America. You should be able to do, I guess, what you want all the time. There are, you know, obviously can't go kill people or basic law, but 
I don't know. Why do you got to force it on other people? Well, that's the problem. I don't have to accept anything. I'll be. I'll leave you alone. Yeah, and I mean, I think most of them don't. Yeah, I think it's a very like they are a crazy small percentage of the population. Oh, anyway, for sure. But of that population, a very very small pop percentage of them are these people. It's ma'am throwing, you know, stores yeah. apart because someone called them sir instead of ma'am or whatever it is. Sorry, you're six foot three. Do you want to get upset about it? That's fine. Yeah. Is it is it valid? Probably a little bit. Sure, I'm sure that doesn't you don't like that. But is it like irate temper tantrum throw the store no, apart mad? No, no, that's an issue you have to deal with, and that's not my fault. I mean, that person could have calmly said like, "Hey, I don't appreciate you calling me that." Yeah, and it had been done. And, Here's the, what the, I, and the person that I remember the video, he yeah. apologized right then. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, no. That's not okay. But they get they get a bad rap because oh, it's these like are every, the only yeah, people no. that get seen are these crazies. Yeah. This is a stereotype. Yeah. I get you. I'm with you. It's nuts. Where was this uh guy who to his sex doll. Um, Is that like some kind of Shirkistan, yeah. It was a yeah, stand yeah. country. <laughs> Said he was a bodybuilder. He didn't look very big to me. Yeah. Like he didn't even look like he was ripped. <laughs> no, not really. I saw a picture of it. But yeah. Man, sex dolls are crazy. It's weird. It's scary. And they're getting like way crazy advanced. Like... I did that, I think it was in Comedy Corner not that long ago, they were doing like the robot ones. And it's like, we are not that far away from them like walking around your house. Nope. And. Nope. Doing things. Not my house. tasks. Not my house. Oh no, not my house either. Like, no. I wouldn't okay. play that game. It's just too weird. When they become normalized, I fully expect to see one in your house. Doubtful. I mean, you got the Google wall. I mean, you want all the other Google things? What if there's a Google robot? I mean, if it can go down to the corner store, like if we're just talking like actual usable. Okay. Yeah. So once sex dolls get to that point, they'll just have normal assistant robots. And I will probably have one of those if I could, if I could afford it. I already don't like going to your house. That's fine. You get a robot. I'm not. I'm not coming within a block of your house. That's fine. You you live within a block of my house. I mean, not in our our blocks, like the city <laughs> block. Yes. Not. Hey, there are not two roads that are between my house and your house. No, that's fair. That's fair. It's just, not far. Just because you live on the dead end long road. Damn right. One <laughs> way in, one way out. No. That's the way I like it. No, I'd do that. I would definitely get a robot. If I were smart enough to create my own robot and I had the say in the ability to make it as okay as it could be, maybe. Well, what are you planning on? Like, what are you, how are you going to make it okay? Well, it wouldn't be connected to some kind of grid. You get a Google Assistant. It's, it's, it's a grid thing. Like, if I can program it myself, I can make it myself. I can put the fail safes in, whatever. I don't trust these big corporations that are going to be coming out with these damn things. Well, you could probably take them offline. I don't know. Would it work right? 
I don't know. I don't have that kind of. Uh, it wouldn't be able to like go around town. I don't want it to go around town. I would want it to go like, around. Like the town. only thing I would want it for would be like to be my butler. Like, oh, you're gonna wash my dishes. Cool. You could probably definitely do that. You're gonna clean my house. Fine. You, well, you see, you could buy one, and then just take the. I couldn't do any of that. I was just hypothetically speaking. If I could make I, the only way I'd have one of us, I could make it myself. Why? So what you want, you could do with purchase one. All you gotta do is take out the internet that. connectivity system. I guess. I guess if I was that smart, I would just be putting them on the market. Like, hey, these are the the safe ones. Yeah. I we mean, will, we will not f with you. <laughs> We're not listening. We're not doing anything. Yeah. I will come to your house. Service. I'm not doing any of that. That's a terrible business idea. Yeah, no one's going to buy that crap. The only way I'd have a robot is if I could have a robot running the Baconator cart. No, that's a business idea. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. You want some 2020? I do. I really don't, but I guess You really don't. It's okay. So, Joe Biden cannot keep up with himself. His list of gaffes, it's really hard to keep up with. Um, I've got several here and I just shake my head every time the man talks. I mean, I really feel bad for him. I mean, he had brain aneurysms. There's definitely brain damage there. He should just retire. So I think like in all, in all honesty with the Joe Biden, I almost think it's intentional. Like, I feel like he is 100% trying to get the pity vote. No, he's 100% pandering towards the old people. So the Democrats can find out how many votes the old people have to find out if they're even worth pandering to anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of the Democratic primary is right now, is people on all ops, all sides of the Democrat supporter spectrum. And they're just trying to dial in which people matter. I don't know. I, I literally, he literally has had like brain aneurysms. Yeah, there's no, definitely I know. some brain damage. I think that's a lot of this. Yeah, I, I just think he's dumb. I'm not giving him that much credit. Well, I'm going to give him he's dumb, but I'm just saying <laughs> when you when you have brain damage on an already dumb person, yep. it makes him exponentially dumber. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> so have a listen. And by the way, you know I sit on the stand, and to get I got hairy legs. That turn that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what, Lord, Lord, they made a cartoon. Oh, the cartoon's hilarious. It is hilarious. They animated him sitting in a pool. I thought it was a deep fit. I didn't realize it was real. He oh, actually no. said that. I was yeah, like, no, that's a no, real thing. that's not. That's crazy. What? Oh, yeah, he did it. The hell? Yeah. The leg thing is creepy enough. I like kids jumping on my lap. Oh. And I like kids jumping on my lap. You're not helping yourself here. We are living in the age of the pederast right now. Yeah. Oof. Well... He was also at a campaign event in Iowa, and <laughs> he got into an argument, and it was kind of fun. I got a question I want you to answer. 
we all know Trump uh, has been messing around in Ukraine over there, holding their foreign aid for them to come up saying for an investigation. We don't want to but you, on the other hand, sent your son over there to get a job and work for a gas company that he had no experience with, absolutely nothing, in order to get access to the public, to the president. So you're, you're selling access to the president just like he is. So you're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one has heard that. No. You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and and, and no, let, 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 let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know, and I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together here, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take on your pizza. Number two. Number two. No one has said my son has done anything wrong, and I did not on any occasion. And no one has ever said it. Not one. I didn't one. say you were doing anything wrong. I you said, said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? Yes. Get I your words straight, Jack. That's. But I, you're on, the, on MSNBC. All the you don't hear that on MSNBC. You did not hear that at all. What you heard? Look, okay, I'm not going to get in an argument with you, man. Well, yeah, you do. But, uh, but look, fat, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It looks like you don't have any more back home in trouble. Any other questions? <laughs> Good Lord. <clears throat> he challenged and so Joe Biden what, seventy seven, seventy eight? Yeah. The guy who was asking the question, eighty three. Yeah. Like, why don't you guys just go play shuffleboard together? Yeah. He did say yeah, I probably shouldn't have challenged him to push up. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> I did, did the guy was right. He's like you're selling favors. He's like, no one ever said that. And I'm just sitting here in that you video in the back of my the video did. in the back of my head. It was in the in the um, impeachment hearing. We'll talk about that yeah. in a minute. They actually brought literally. it up. Literally, literally. God, what a schmuck. Well, that wasn't all he did. Um, there was a uh, photo. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so. Next up, Natasha Karecki, Politico's national political correspondent covering the 2020 primary, reported on the moment Joe Biden entered a cafe in Iowa. A photo of the incident is going viral. It shows an Iowa farmer sitting in a local cafe, and he appears to be completely ignoring Joe Biden. When Karecki asked the man if he ignored Biden because he does not like the former vice president, the man replied, Who? Uh, Karecki informed the man that Biden was former former President Barack Obama's, Obama's vice president. The farmer responded, are you serious? Oh, I'm not a Obama fan. This is Republican country. <laughs> <laughs> the picture's pretty great. <clears throat> I believe that. So, Elizabeth Warren isn't even the front, front runner for the 2020 Democratic presidential nod. 
but she's already looking forward to running for her second term as president. Listen here. As a presidential candidate, what are your thoughts on the Electoral College? Uh, I want to get rid of it. So here's my goal. My goal is to get elected and then to be the last American president elected by the Electoral College. I want the second term to be that I got elected by direct vote. I'm ready. Popular vote. Um, I just think this is how a democracy should work. Call me old-fashioned, but I think the person who gets the most votes should win. So I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I don't call you old-fashioned. I called you dumb. I mean, I totally agree. That is exactly how a democracy should work. But we're not a democracy. Exactly. We are a... Constitutional republic. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah. You beat me to the punch. But, yeah. Um, I know I'm not giving her shit for claiming out her second term. Trump did the same thing. I think a lot of them do that, actually. Bet on the second term before they get elected to the front first one. I'm not giving her shit. I'm just reading what. Well, you can always give her shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. I was just, I like copy and pasted that. No, yeah. She's crazy. So, happy trails to Kamala Harris. She dropped out of the 2020 presidential race a week ago, despite being once having exceedingly high hopes to reach the White House. Those dreams have been dashed now, and some identity politic pushers on the left have already lamented that the 2020 race is now headed by a bunch of white people. Um, According to alleged journalist Lauren Duca, Kamala Harris officially ended her campaign today, which means that all the candidates who currently qualify for the December Democratic debate are white. White supremacy is not just a Fox News problem, folks. <laughs> Boy, these people on the left, they are a little bit nutty. You know, um, on that Elizabeth Warren deal, if they got rid of the Electoral College, that'd be a good cause for get up and do something. The boogaloo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, literally... People like us living in such a small town, like our vote really doesn't matter without an electoral college. And even with the electoral college, it really doesn't matter in Illinois. Well, I hear you, but I'm just saying the the middle of the country, Illinois excluded, it's red. Oh, yeah. And it's only red because of the electoral college. Mm-hmm. Literally, if they got rid of the electoral college, literally the metropolitan areas of the big cities mm-hmm. would decide everything. Your top we, ten. Do we really want that? No, mm. that's not how this works. Mm. So back to the Twitter outrage from these crazed leftists. Um, LGBT activist Sally Cohn tweeted, Obviously I'm no centrist, but it's downright effed up that smart, compelling, very experienced centrist Democrat candidates of color are floundering while a smart but wildly inexperienced centrist white mayor of teeny tiny city is surging. Bad look, Democrats. Yeah. How about you just like who you like? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but who were the people of color who were running for office? You had Cory Booker. 
Yeah, he's still in it. Oh, I think he, I thought he bowed out. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. I didn't see that. I mean, good. He's crazy. Um, I might be wrong. Corey Booker, Kamala Harris. I guess you got Andrew Yang, but he's he's Asian. They're not really yeah. considered minorities because they do very well. Yeah. Um, is Tol- there Tulsi? Tulsi is. Yeah. Sure. So she's Hindi, uh, Hindi I think. That's so, I don't quote me. I don't know. She's from Hawaii. It's she's got some. I can't remember exactly what it is. Yeah. She's so you, a badass. So you have that. Isn't there more? No, I got is it. I mean. Slim Pickens there, guys. He yes, has some sorry. really shit candidates. Yeah, you do. At least Obama could make himself likable. like To some people, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was people that thought he was great. Yeah. So upon announcing her withdrawal from the 2020 race, Harris said that the lack of financial resources motivated the decision. I've taken stock and looked at it from every angle, and over the last few days have come, on, come to one of the hardest decisions of my life. My campaign for the presidency simply doesn't have the financial resources we need to continue. I'm not a billionaire. I can't fund my own campaign. As the campaign has gone, it's become harder and harder to raise the money we need to compete. Indeed, the senator's use of the word billionaire has induced some of the leftists into blaming her eventual dropout on the Democratic Party donor class rather than her low polling numbers. (laughs) Par for the course. Yeah. Um, Danielle Camp more. I don't know how to say her name. It's one of those weird names of the New York times wrote the fact that Senator Gillibrand and Harris both dropped out of the race before the billionaire white guys who bought their way into the way in and are funding their continued stay tells you every, every damn thing you need to know about our effed up political system. What does that tell you about our political? Please tell me. What that has anything to do with our political system at all. <laughs> there is no correlation with that comment and our political system. No, it really isn't. Our political system is not run by billionaires. Well, Lor- well, well, all right. I Maybe. don't know who this, <laughs> this Lauren Rankin person is. It doesn't really say what she is. I would imagine she's an activist or an alleged journalist. Um, she tweeted this. Two sitting women senators, Gillibrand and Harris, were forced out of this race while non-office holders, Bloomberg and Steyer, bought their way in. And it's not just because they can, but because of our broken system continues to allow white male billionaires like them to do it. A civil war seems to be a brewing within the Democratic Party ranks, and I'm just going to personally sit back and enjoy it with a big bowl of popcorn and a palm breeze. Seriously. Oh, it's so much fun. Look everywhere but in the mirror. That's the Democrat mantra. I mean, they're sociopaths. Oh, man, it's great. The vast, I, vast majority of them are. At least what you're seeing on TV and what you're seeing in the swamp. That's what it is. I mean, I literally, oh, I say they are the sociopathic party instead of the Democratic party. Yeah. Because it's what it's turned into. No, you're right. And I don't really care. So... One last little bit of news. Um, Tulsi Gabbard is lashed out at the, at the DNC, charging that the DNC was deliberately ignoring recent Boston Globe Suffolk, Suffolk University poll, putting Gabbard at 6%, her highest showing in the presidential contest so far. In a statement, Tulsi cried out, 
cried foul on that decision, accusing the DNC of deliberately ignoring the, the said poll, even though it may be more reliable than other recognized polls. All polls are trash. Um, from the uh, statement, it said, again, this is another example of the DNC being arbitrary and inconsistent. New Hampshire is the first nation, first in the nation presidential primary, but the DNC has not shown its voters the respect they deserve. The Boston Globe is the largest newspaper in New Hampshire. The pollster the Globe uses is recognized by the DNC for other media outlets. There's no reason the DNC should not recognize this Boston Globe poll other than adherence to a subjective, non-transparent process where party elites try to dictate the primary voters. The campaign went on to point out that the Suffolk University is a recognized polling entity when paired with the USA Today, though not when paired with the Boston Globe. That is because the USA Today, and not the Boston Globe, is an official media partner for the DNC debates. Um, so... She uh, was on Joe Rogan last week again. I think this mm-hmm. is time three during this campaign season, which is great. That's a lot of eyeballs on her in a long format other than a stupid debate where you get a minute, right. minute and a half to yell. Um, you guys should check it out. She was on there with some other guy named Jocko. He's a former vet. It was really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was talking about campaign finance. If you want to know what she's about, go listen to that show. Find it on YouTube, any podcast app like us. We're not on YouTube, but we have a YouTube channel. We don't do anything with it, though. Um, but, yeah, that's 2020. I think she's uh, – I don't know if they uh, really did the – because they had to have the polls where she had to be above a certain threshold mm-hmm. by the end of November to qualify December. But I think she said she's she's boycotting it all together anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. I was, uh, she's basically just calling out the DNC for what it did to Bernie as it's doing it to her. Well, she was on the committee for the DNC yeah. and that's why she left. Got rid of it. Yeah. She, did you know that she does not, and she hasn't for years taken any PAC money or anything? They yeah. can't, they can't control her. It's awesome. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, they'll try, but I'm just saying like, if you're a Democrat and you're a reasonable Democrat and you're listening to this. She's literally your only choice. Mm-hmm. Literally your only choice. Everybody else is shit. Yeah. You know, I was going to throw that Trump stuff in uh, rapid fire, but you want to throw it in now? Go for it. So Google has taken down 300 ads for the Trump campaign as of a week and a half ago. <coughs> and... Uh, the election interference via media giants has begun. Twitter is not allowing any campaign ads, right? But that's not really true because Democrat contenders have... Yeah, Tulsi definitely has her videos on her Twitter. Yep, there are ads on Twitter, and they're just saying they're not allowing any of them. But they're Well, maybe they're not allowing them to boost their numbers with with paid I ad- saw one I saw one the other day it that was sponsored had, that was sponsored okay, I don't, I don't yeah. pay attention <clears throat> so there's that um but an unlikely source had something to say about these kind of things Ooh. and 
it happens to be Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I actually think he has broken the veil and stepped away from the people who are controlling the media and the social media and stuff like that. We're like forcing them to crack down the conservative world like they have been, you know. I think he's backing off. I think he's seen the light and he's just like, no, everything is everything. If you don't like it, don't look at it. If it's criminal, call the cops. Because that's kind of what he's saying here. Roll that beautiful bean footage. The main thing now that people are talking about are the political ads, that you don't want to take down political ads that people know are false, that they contain false information. What I believe is that in a democracy, it's really important that people can see for themselves what politicians are saying so they can make their own judgments. And you know, I don't think that a private company should be censoring politicians or news. But a small group of your employees, about 200, wrote a letter saying that they wish that you would reconsider because they said free speech and paid speech are not the same. Do they have a point? Well, this is a, clearly a very complex issue, and a lot of people have, have a lot of different opinions. At the end of the day, um, I, I just think that in a democracy, people should be able to see for themselves uh, what politicians are saying. Even if the ads are containing false information. That's the I that's think that people issue. should be able to judge for themselves the character of politicians. That's fair. You know, I, I wonder how insulated and how little control he does because Joe Rogan's had uh what's his name that's does Twitter I don't know his name anymore Dorsey Dorsey Jack Dorsey thank you for reminding me I think Joe Rogan's a pretty good judge of character Mm -hmm. um I think that there are just these people it's such a big place all of these tech places it's such a big place that does he really know exactly what's going on at all times like, he can't just, like, once he hears about it, he can do something, but he doesn't know what's going on <clears throat> in every cubicle and everywhere. That, and another side of that is, do you think these ridiculously rich nerds, yeah, how, they're nerds. How, how hands-on is he? How hands-on is he? And how much does he, like, hear about this crap? Yeah. I mean, he's checked out. He don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't. They're not on social media twenty four seven. Bill Gates, Jack Dorsey, no. Zuckerberg, all of them are very, very. I would bet. I would venture to say to you that Gates and Dorsey and Zuckerberg and a lot of these other ones and these tech things, I bet they're like Jobs, like Steve Jobs. Like he didn't like allow his kids to have that technology. No, that's exactly that's what I was getting at. Like it's called a tech free home. Yeah. Like when you're in the house. Like, your phone goes on a, at a spot, and if you want it, you go to it. Like, everything is back connected to the walls. Your computer is in a room, laptop or not. You go there to use it. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is not with you all the time. Yeah. Because it's not good for you. No. Like, I'm not giving these guys a pass. I mean, I don't think Zuckerberg is a very good guy. He definitely shoved it up his uh, <laughs> partner's ass back at Harvard. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I mean, I'd have done the same damn thing, but I would have, like, I think <clears throat> just because of how I was raised, I think you're the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, if we had this crazy idea and these guys kind, kind of weren't on board with your vision of it, and you, like, I, th- I think that's probably close to what happened was with 
Zuckerberg. Like, no, it is, yeah. They didn't want to do it. I would have just been like, okay, I'm taking your shit. I'm not telling you I'm doing it, but I have investors lined up, and I'm going to buy you out mm-hmm. right now. Or I'm going to give you the option to. Yeah. I think I would go about it that way. I think that's what actually ended up happening. Did it? Yeah, because I think he got sued. And he had well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even get but, to the point of being sued. I would have gone. <laughs> like, I right. I would have gone and found some investors. I have this thing that's going to be huge because mm-hmm. I have a vision. And I would be able to sell these investors on my vision. The offline sex robot. Whatever. I don't have a vision. This podcast is my vision. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would, I would be like, okay, guys, we all worked on this. You guys did more work than I did. But I got the big idea here, and I want to take it to this instead of where it's at. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking big enough. Here's a hundred thousand dollar check or a fifty thousand dollar check or whatever. Here's the litigation. Sign the contract. You're done with it. Yeah. And I would have sold them on that. Whatever. That's the way I would have gone about something. But I have a soul, so I mean, do you ever seen <laughs> to go back to Joe Rogan? But he brought up Mark Zuckerberg, whatever the hell his name is, drinking water at Congress. It is the most unnatural thing in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know. I just feel like they're just what they're just they're nerds. There's nothing wrong with being a nerd. Not You're at just all. a little different. Yeah. You know, everybody's different. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Mark's does he look like the kind of person that would be really thirsty ever, like went and exerted. No, he looks like a robot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you're thirsty, you just got done throwing around trees and whatever, whatever hard manual labor you're doing that day, and you're thirsty. How do you drink a glass of water? You slam it. <laughs> right. But he's yeah. just like, <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that he, I don't like his use of the word democracy, but... I understand what he's saying, and I, I can get on board with what he's saying with that. Yeah. <clears throat> he said everything short of the people should do their own research and find out what's a lie and what's truth. Yeah, exactly. And I, don't, I just don't, I don't know he if he's ar- I don't, to say Well, I don't that. know if he's articulate enough to... Well, it might not be. I mean... He's a robot. Yeah. It's not programmed that way. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's what I had. Yeah. Um... But there is some exciting things happening in Virginia. There's a lot of things going on. Um, they won their entire house raise. We all know that the crazy sanctuary city or sanctuary county provisions are going across the state. There are more than forty local governments who have passed it. Eighteen passed it today, and I'm not sure if those 18 are included in the 40 or on top of Jesse will have to help us out with that but they are like I saw a picture of Virginia and it's like the entire state there's like very small spots well yeah I mean that's that's the population centers that's the popular I mean Virginia turned blue because <coughs> of Northern Virginia. All the swamp people moving to Virginia. Bloomberg. It was Bloomberg money. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. 
those places up north that are right by DC, people are moving there. It's cheaper to live. It's mm-hmm. it's the same phenomenon. We talk about it. Californians moving to Texas and bringing their shit politics with them. New York and Florida. Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. But uh because it's they get the taxes are lower, but they bring their own politics with them. They don't understand that, you know, there's a difference here. The reason you're leaving this crap state is because, because of what you voted, voted for. Yeah. <clears throat> um uh the other thing is apparently the legislature is abandoning the gun laws. Good. We'll see. For now, yeah. Um, maybe lull, they're just lull abandoning you to sleep. aspects lull of it. Lull you to sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not going to do it. But then, hey, look at here, look at here. And then you get the shocker with the other hand. Yeah. You know what the shocker is? Well, if you're a guy, it's all in the stink. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're a chick, it's two in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> whatever. So that could be very interesting. So, do you have the story about the sheriff in Virginia? Um, yeah. With he's, the deputizing? He's going to deputize thousands. Uh, so said, great. Anybody that comes, he will, they'll go through the proper channels. They have to get a background check. And then, um, he can deputize them if they pass background check. Then they can carry legally. And Anywhere. The, the law states he can deputize anyone in the state. Mm-hmm. It's not just his county. Anyone in the state he can deputize. And it doesn't cost taxpayers a dollar. Nope. And you get community service out of the deal because it isn't one of the terms 40, 40, hours. 40 hours a month. <clears throat> 40 hours a month they have to do. So all these people who are going to do this are also going to be doing 40 hours of community service and helping their communities a month. Why can't that be a nationwide thing? I don't I know. think I think everybody should be deputized that wants to be. Yeah. That's a lot of community service that can be done. Yeah. That's a hell of an idea. I like it. I do too. No. But yeah, so that's that. Um the next one I have up is some Jeffrey Epstein news. Ooh. Um, his personal banker committed suicide just before he was going to talk with the FBI. A lot of you probably already know this because this happened about two weeks ago. No. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, more people are not committing suicide connected to Jeffrey Epstein. I do have to say, this specific private banker... <sighs> excuse me. <clears throat> ...was also Donald Trump's private banker. Hmm. So... Just disclaimer, that is the information, that is true. Um, Virginia Roberts is um, probably rightfully so a little, little worried. She has come out and said, for fact, <laughs> she is not suicidal and will never commit suicide. She just kind of wants that out there. Yeah. It's kind of weird that that has to be said. <laughs> it's pretty shitty it has to be said. Yeah. Hey, wasn't there another one? <clears throat> like a plane um, crash? Yes, um, plastic it, surgeon. Yeah. Uh, his plastic surgeon died in a plane crash last week. Same thing. Oh, uh, it was bad fuel, which is statistically impossible because there are so many um, checks. They have to check the fuel like four times before they even put it in the plane to testing it. Yeah, make sure it's good. 
and then it goes in the plane, and then they do what's called a flash start or something like that. It's probably not the right term. But uh, they do a thing, and if the engine doesn't start, they have to drain. Like, even if it's just a mistake, they have to drain all the fuel out and start over. Yeah. The engine started. If it was bad fuel, the engine would have started, wouldn't have started. He said, there's no way this plane could have gotten off the ground yeah. with bad fuel in it. Mm-hmm. And apparently did. And this guy was talking to investigators <clears throat> as well. He was already talking, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, Murphy. So, the plot thickens there. We will find out more. Hey, you I got think. any, uh, you got your Christmas tree up? Yeah. Did your ornaments hang themselves? They sure didn't. <laughs> nope. Kind of like Epstein. Uh, it's just irritating because these things take time. These investigations yeah. and all this stuff, you know. Uh, I think it's irritating because... I already know that by the time any answers are even found out, a lot of people, most people are going to already forget about the story because we have the attention spans of freaking gnats. Yeah. And then purposeful though. Yeah. And then that's a, this is a, this is a program. Well, no, it is. You're right. Yeah. But that's not this. I'm I'm not saying this. I'm just saying, our attention spans of gnats. We're programmed. Yes. It's programmed. Yeah. Twenty four hour news. Twenty four hour news cycle. Five eight, the, cartoons. The, the the ten second news cycle on Twitter. Cartoons. Yeah. They All started when we were kids. Yeah. Um but no, uh and then we're not gonna get the answers anyways because we're not gonna say anything about it. And there's gonna be nobody in the public to be like, Where are the answers? Right now they're saying that, but there aren't any answers to be had. The investigation is happening. It's going to be a year before we get to a point to where they're going to have the answers we would even want. Yeah. And by that time, I mean, the Epstein memes are already starting to die. Facebook won't let me share them. Still won't let me. I have a whole bunch saved on my phone that I was going to cycle back through and just reshare them because I've shared so many, as you guys know. Um, and like Facebook will not let me share specifically Epstein meme pictures from my phone. Huh. They're saved on my phone. I can share any other picture on my phone, older or newer. Not that block. <clears throat> Weird. You get your, can you get our group me on your computer? Yeah. You should try and just send them to your group me and try and do it from your computer. I know. Well, just try one. Yeah. See if it works. So, that's Epstein. Or start sharing them from our page. Sorry, Justin. Not sorry. Be involved more. (laughs) Um, The Mueller probe seems to be a big dud. There's nothing there. If I'm being completely honest, this whole situation sounds a lot like uh, the what am I thinking of the Mueller investigation itself the Russian investigation where <clears throat> it came out no collusion I'm confused you, you started with Mueller and now you're talking about Mueller the Mueller probe into the Mueller investigation the probe into it okay 
is looking a lot like the Russia investigation. Because it just flip-flopped. You have, when when the Mueller investigation, when the Mueller's thing dropped, you had no collusion, no obstruction of justice. But you had a laundry list of really bad stuff that Trump did. It is. It's there. Don't believe me? Look it up. It's really in there. He did some really crappy things that are on the line of legality. I don't, it does not seem that he crossed that line, but it was way too close to the line for me to be okay with it. A lot of it I didn't like. Yeah, I think, remember, this guy invited Russian assets to give him dirt on his political campaign or his political opponent. It didn't happen. But he tried. He was okay with it. He was okay with doing it. That's messed up. So, that's what you have. And you had the, the Republicans on one side screaming, no corruption, no obstruction. And then you had the, the, the Democrats on the other side saying, hey, but look at all this other stuff that you guys aren't talking about. And now we have the exact same thing flip-flopped. We have the probe dropping and the Democrats going, no political bias, no political bias. And then you have all the Republicans going, hey, <clears throat> but look at all this other stuff in here. Because in the report, the FBI falsified records. The FBI lied to judges. The FBI didn't follow protocols. The FBI, I mean, laundry list of really bad things. And some of them are criminal. They can probably be explained away. But still, I just wanted to put that comparison together because they do seem very similar. And it is just the two sides of the media playing the people against each other. And the political parties. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of something to both of them. I don't know if there's anything criminal in Horowitz's report. That's important because Durham's report is coming and that is a much broader investigation. Horowitz, the IG, only had a very small scope. Scope. He couldn't do a lot of things. To investigate, exactly. He couldn't coerce anything. <clears throat> exactly. Hey, did you do this? No. Well, that's what he had to go with. Yeah. So, couldn't investigate any deeper. <clears throat> and, and, he couldn't inter- and he couldn't interview Comey. Right. And what he could investigate was like shining a flashlight on a black wall. Mm-hmm. Like, all you can look at is the light. You don't get to move it around. So, <clears throat> that's important to, to understand. This next one that comes out is going to contradict a lot of what Horowitz's uh, investigation said. Um, and he came out with a statement right. saying, no, I don't agree with a lot of this. And uh, I can't say anything, but you'll see. And it, and it wasn't to spite Horowitz. It was for public information. It was like, hey, everybody, I need you guys to understand, because this is confusing, that he's looking at this pencil, and I'm looking at the drawing. You know? Mm-hmm. These are two separate things, and we disagree because I have more information than he does. Yeah. And that's kind of the that's that's why he came forward and said that, and, and Pompeo's come out and explained why that was okay. The media has been trying to slander Durham for doing it, but it's like, no, he wanted the people. There was gonna be there's gonna be crazy public confusion regardless. 
when this comes out mm-hmm. because people are are not going to know what uh, Durham it's said. A pur- it's a purposeful thing the media is doing. They're complicit in all this <clears throat> shit. They really are. Mm-hmm. No, it's <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is a criminal probe now. Yeah, I don't think people are going to go to prison, but um, we're going to learn some things. Uh, it's not too late to impeach Obama. You can do that forever. Hmm. I didn't know that. Hmm. Does not um, have to be. Does not have to be a sitting president. So it can really it can legitimately be illegitimate. <clears throat> you can literally erase his presidency. <laughs> <laughs> and after this madness, I mean, to be fair, to be fair. Sorry, <laughs> I was not paying attention. I looked away. <laughs> um, Trump's doing a pretty good job of erasing his presidency, anyway. Yeah, I know you're right. <clears throat> no, uh, but. Speaking of, since we have slid into that, um, impeachment's getting kind of great. Um, they were destroyed. I was mentioned it earlier. The lead or the head of the Republicans in the Senate, or not Senate, in the House Judiciary, Judiciary, Judiciary Committee um, was asking the lawyer for the Democrats, the council, questions. And he quoted what Biden said on that stage. And he said, what does that sound like to you? And I mean, just shut him right up. I wish I would have had that. I would have said that to you. It's a great clip. But uh, pressed him on that, then pressed him on Adam Schiff getting the phone records from congressmen. Because... In case people didn't know, now they can, if if they want your phone records, they can just get them. So much for due process. <clears throat> so, they are digging themselves a hole, and the Democrats in the House are seeing it, and they don't want any part of it. There are 31 of them now who are on the fence who might vote no. All of those are pressuring Pelosi to censor the president instead of impeach him. Censure. Censure, yeah. And, I mean, I think they're going to go through with impeachment. Okay, I'll put it this way. This week, after they drafted articles of impeachment, after we know what the articles of impeachment are, okay, Trump took the lead in the polls with Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. doesn't sound right. Three massive swing states in the election. Yeah. Trump, Trump leads all Democratic hopefuls. Yeah. Now. I mean, the uh, at polls. I don't like polls, but that's okay. Um and they came out the same day, or it was right around it, that they're gonna they've reached an agreement on the Mexico Canada North American trade deal. Yeah, to try For, and cover their ass from what the impeachment's looking like. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's nuts. I mean, <clears throat> I am still holding on. I just, uh, I think there is a chance that they go through with impeachment and they don't have the votes. Because there's this, this is not, this is not impeachment. This is not impeachment worthy. Well, the two articles they wrote, what was it? Obstruction of Congress and yeah. something he's else. He's apparently obstructing Congress because he's refusing subpoenas. Um, we All somebody was do it. Somebody was going back through that. And Clinton, during his impeachment, refused every subpoena that was seen to him. And he was impeached. But not because of that. Mm-hmm. That was completely fair and legal. Yeah. Yeah, he was impeached because he perjured himself. Perjured himself, yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, they have nothing. And they have to know. One of the Democrats went to a town hall in her home <laughs> uh, district, and they tore her a new ass. <laughs> it was the... I was reading an article about it. There was no audio or video or anything, but they were talking about it. And it was like some of the questions she was getting asked, when are you going to start dealing with things that actually matter in this country? (laughs) And it's like, oh, 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 these are your supporters. (laughs) These are your constituents. Like, these are your people. And they're just not happy. You done took a dookie in your bed. You got to sleep in it. Oh, man, it's going to be great. I can't wait. And then there's a chance we could we could all be wrong, and Bernie could be president, and the Democrats could take the House, and then we got a boogaloo to have. Not because of that, but because there will be things that happen if that happens that will cause the boogaloo. Yeah, lose an election, lose an election, but yeah, lose a country. That's a different story. Yes, one hundred percent. You're spot on. But yeah. So that's what I have for impeachment. There's more of the same, but it's all the same thing. It's going to crash and burn, I hope. I'm yeah, they're going to vote. They're going to put this to a vote here this Before, weekend or early next week. Next week. Um I think I heard late next week they want to have it done because they want it done before Christmas. <clears throat> and then look if it I'm going to laugh it doesn't even make it to the Senate. Which would kind of suck because I feel like in the Senate it would actually bolt. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I've heard some things, and I don't know. I've been busy, mm-hmm. so just hearing things here and there. I wonder if it's just the media trying to put a rift between McConnell and Trump. McConnell doesn't want to have this big, long, drawn-out thing, and Trump's like, "Oh no, I want to call this person. I want this person called." Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. No. Because Trump was saying he wanted it quick, fast, and in a hurry, I thought. No, that's McConnell. I I, I actually had a quote the other day. I'll, I'll look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure swore... McConnell was the one saying that he wanted he, that he said it wouldn't be done until at least October. Well, this is I've heard this recently, in the last couple of days, that Trump wants them. He wants he wants Biden called. He wants yeah. Schiff and Nadler and Pelosi and. Why doesn't the whistleblower and all this like he wants that? And I think McConnell just wants to get it done. This doesn't make much sense to me. I don't know. I'm just going by what I heard. I hear you. I hear you. I would think. Yeah, I wonder. I'm gonna look look into that. 
<clears throat> I like I, said, like I said, it could just while. be the media, opposition media. Twisting words. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I haven't heard anything from him in the last week and a half, two weeks actually, on what he's wanting to do. He just mm-hmm. has that stupid grin because he knows he wins all the time now. It doesn't matter. He went to Hershey, Pennsylvania the other day and blew the place up. Blew it out. Full arena. People waiting outside like he does everywhere oh, yeah, else he goes. <clears throat> you got freaking Elizabeth Warren in a bowling alley. Yeah, with like and 10 you got, people. You got Trump selling out $20,000 stadiums. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're talking 20, 30, 30,000 people to fit in these things. Well, yeah, so I mean, there was that one. Not and there's that thousands long ago. of people outside. I was going to say, there was one lap not that long ago. There was 30,000 people inside, and there was 15,000 people outside. Insane. Insane. It's like, he should be winning by a landslide. I, I am still a firm believer. You can call me a conspiracy theorist. Maybe I am. I don't know. I truly believe there is some excessive voter fraud. In this country. I think there has to be. Okay, so I was doing some research for part of my Illinois news. Uh Because I wasn't 100% sure where X place was. What county. But I was doing some digging on the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. Because I was doing research. Okay, so Hillary Clinton in Illinois won the state. Mm -hmm. got Got the electoral college votes in it. We have, what, 102 counties, I believe? Yeah. She won 12. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. 12 counties. And you're going to tell me that we don't need, like, a a state electoral college? Come on. Something in that realm. It's ridiculous. 12 counties. That's stupid. A silver lining on that, though. There's some of those counties or that she won big time in. There were some. One I used to live in, Jackson, mm-hmm. where SIU is, in Carbondale. It was pretty close. Yeah. It was like 40-something, 40-something, percentage-wise. There were several of those 12 <coughs> counties that were like that. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't really matter because of Cook. Wouldn't you just crap if Illinois flipped? Oh, my Lord. I mean, we could be closer than we think. We did elect a Republican governor. Yeah. And the only reason we didn't do it again is because he was such a garbage. Oh, yeah. Train. For sure. Like, otherwise, we probably would have. Because it, it was, you know. And put a better candidate up there. Yeah. Or. He was our Hillary. Oh, my God. I mean, he might as well have been a liberal. Some I mean, shit that he, he is. signed. Yeah. Nuts! I but, hate, uh, I hate it, man. I really wanted cash to get in. I'm all about people not inside something, going into something, and just completely turning it upside down. Yeah, that would have been so fun. Yeah. Well, we'll have that chance actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, we'll see. That's all I got. 
Yeah. All right, cool. Um, speaking of Illinois, mm-hmm. I guess I preemptively segued without even meaning to. I was to. impressed with that. I thought you were doing it on purpose. Well, I didn't know if you were done. No, I, I was. Okay, so so this is the city I was looking into. Um, Evanston, Illinois. A uh, wealthy suburb of Chicago, <laughs> Cook County. That's what I was looking for that took me down the wormhole. Um, and home to Northwestern University, recently voted to allow legal cannabis dispensaries to open within the city limits. But instead of collecting on the profits, Evanston will put the money cannabis dispensaries eventually pay the city into a fund that will disperse reparations to the city's black residents. The The Chicago Tribune reports that Evanston is hoping the measure will halt gentrification and keep the city, quote, diverse. Though the city council did not want to go as far as to admit that the program could essentially pay minority residents to stay within the city limits. Instead, the city council claims that it merely wants to rectify past wrongs using a new controversial source of city revenue. Tribune went on to say, Evanston leaders say they see the dispensaries as an opportunity to pay for a local reparations program that would address the lingering institutional effects of slavery and discrimination. The tax on marijuana will be invested in in the community and unfairly policed and damaged, according to one supporter of the measure. The plan stems from the idea that African Americans should disproportionately benefit from the sale of cannabis because they have been disproportionately affected by policing of marijuana, both nationally and locally. Evanston is no exception, the Tribune says, that, quote, three-quarters of marijuana-related arrests in Evanston were of minorities. Um, the city, which is, has a reputation as a haven for so-called limousine liberals, isn't new to the idea of reparations, though. Just this particular program. The Tribune reported last year that Evanston convened a committee to investigate the possibility of starting a reparations program after the city's black population dropped, partly due to ongoing gentrification efforts and ever-expanding an ever-expanding Big Ten University in the city's center. The Equity and Empowerment Commission came up with the plan to issue reparations before they came up with the source of funding for the program. Go figure, government. Mm -hmm. Luckily for them, Illinois legalized recreational marijuana last summer, and the two puzzle pieces fit together neatly. But while they may know that they what they want to do with the money, Evanston officials don't yet know how to make a reparations program happen. Evanston won't be simply sending checks to the city's black residents because, it seems, they're concerned with what individuals might do with the money. In a paternalistic move, Evanston will instead provide reparations in the form of assistance. Oh, yay, government programs! By shutting the money, shuttling the money into a fund that they will use to support various, quote, community programs designed to help minorities, even if that's not exactly what minorities who live in Evanston need. Um, the Tribune went on to say a committee of residents is currently examining ways to spend the money and how to best support the black community through housing, education, and economic incentives. The fund will be capped at $10 million, according to the City of Evanston staff reports. 
City estimates project that the marijuana tax could generate $500,000 to $750,000 per year. But there's one big problem with Evanston's plan. It's not clear that the Constitution allows for money gathered through taxation to be put to use benefiting only a single race. What in the hell? Okay. (laughs) Are you ready for the good news? Go for it, bruh. I actually am not 100% against this yet. Yeah? So the article I was reading went into a little more detail about the ideas that are being thrown around on how to fund this or what they're going to do with the money. Mm-hmm. This, I'm not a fan of. This whole, we're going to make community programs. Yeah. The thing, what the, a couple of the ideas that were being thrown around in my article were talking about um, using that money for job skills training. Well, that's that would be all right. Um, tutoring. Making, making like a tutoring program for low-income communities that would, for free... Tutor, which is a very important thing, especially in like low income communities that have like single moms who can't afford to help their kids get, you know, that's a great idea. Um, educational programs, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, you want to lift the black community out of what Jim Crow and redlining created, which is why these ghettos and low income areas are, are. That's how you do it. And if you want to call it reparations, call it reparations. I don't care. But that's a good idea, and that will help those communities. Yeah, I mean, the article's not completely wrong when it says that, you know, like that one supporter of it. I mean, yeah. the black community has been targeted. Absolutely. By the war on drugs. Absolutely. So, but yeah. if you The single mom problem is part of, is a big, a big part yeah. of it is the drug game and the gang game and the killings and all that. Yep. If you put reparations, it will, that's the other thing. If you put the title reparations on these kind of programs, your gangs are going to leave them alone. Because now that's yours. <clears throat> you know, you're, I don't know, I'm trying to think of how to say it. Like, they would get more flack from their own community for destroying something if it had the title reparations on the door than they would just destroying government-funded programs. I've never been to Evanston. I don't know what it's like, but that is a ginormous university. Which one? Oh. Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this actually made me look at reparations a little differently. I was like, all right, now when I hear reparations, instead of immediately shutting down and flipping tables, I would be like, what exactly are you calling reparations? Because I can get down with it. I don't care. I don't care if you call it a sugar, uh, a sugar frosted titty. I don't care what you call it. If if it's gonna do something good for the community, then that that could work. And if you want to call it reparations, just call it reparations. Call it reparations. I don't give a, I don't give a damn. I'm just wondering how there are. I guess that I've never been to Evanston. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it just seems like it's a hoity-toity community, college town. Like, mm. I'm wondering how it has. Look at Bloomington. The ghetto. Like, Bloomington is like damn near golden sidewalks. Yeah. There is a serious get- bad area in Bloomington. Yeah. 
And it's big. <laughs> it's not like a couple blocks. But, uh, yeah, the one thing he did say is about the, uh, is it constitutional? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. Whether they can do that, because it does, it benefits one race, and that's a slippery slope we don't want to play with. Cough, cough, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of Hitler, mm-hmm. did you see that Greta Thunberg, was it Time? Mm-hmm. Magazine gave her person of the year. Yeah. Up there with all of her buddies. Stalin, twice. Hitler, once, yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Hitler was before he was... I don't know, man. The cover of it, he's got his Nazi... It was, yes, but it wasn't bad then. He wasn't... He he, he was a great... Okay, 1939, right? That's what you're talking about? Hitler was Trump. Mm. I don't know. He was a loved leader. Hadn't killed anybody yet. Hadn't gone through the whole genocide thing. Hadn't taken any land that wasn't his. Brought his people out of the recession. I'm pretty, yeah, 39, I'm pretty sure he was still not doing anything crazy. But Stalin on the other side. Yeah, two times. Two times. It's insane. Well, I got another story here, and this one will probably infuriate you, all of you listening. Um, More than 250 laws are to take effect next month. In Illinois, changing the rules for everything from vehicle trade-ins to bathroom signs. State lawmakers passed more than 630 bills this year. Governor B.J. Pritzker signed all but nine, nine, nine of them. While the rules for some laws, like gambling expansions, are still being crafted for implementation... Employers will have to adhere to increased minimum wage that takes takes effect on the 1st of January. New Year's Day will be the first of two increases next year from 825 to 925 an hour. July 2020, the wage increase increases to $10. Then it's a dollar more per hour per year until it reaches a $15 an hour. It reaches fifteen dollars an hour in twenty twenty five. That's the minimum wage. Employers also must comply with other new regulations, those planting to planning to use artificial intelligence in videos video interviews must follow new regulations, including getting permission. Employers can no longer inquire into or use an arrest record as the basis for an employment decision. Arrest records also can't be used to, to refuse refuse to engage in real estate transactions. Um, another one is drivers have to adhere to two new laws, such as a ban on streaming video while behind the wheel. There are also updated regulations for schools, parents, and the criminal justice system. So while the the updates to the state's food stamp law took effect this summer, the program allowing food stamps to be used at restaurants, House Bill 3343, 
has enacted said the rural restaurant not rural restaurant media no i can't read restaurant meal program shall be operational later than no than january 1st something else that was enacted this summer is the state's capital construction bill paid for with tax and fee increases including the doubling of the state's gas tax and a one dollar tax increase on a pack of smokes another element the ten thousand dollar cap on a vehicle on vehicle trading allowance kicks in new year's day a few others here that start on new year's day include single occupancy public bathrooms must be gender neutral and with the word restroom posted Ah, I lost my place. Um, yeah, the public bathrooms. Restroom. Anyone wanted to practice Chinese herbology? I don't know what that is. Must get a state license and expect more poker runs and raffles if that law will be expanded anymore. So all together on January 1st, we're... Going to have more than 250 laws. New ones take effect. I will say, though, out of the ones that you talked about, there's not very many bad ones there. Like the public bathroom one. I mean, who who cares about that? I mean, they should just all be unisex to begin with. Yeah, exactly. One toilet, one sink. One person at a time, unless you got like a little kid or something. Right. And think about it. This is going to save like Casey's a lot of money because all they have is single occupancy bathrooms. Uh-huh. So now they just have to have one because the old regulations required them to have two. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing, the food stamp thing, the restaurant food stamp meal oh program. Oh, my God. They, that doesn't matter. Trump's new food stamp regulations is going to throw that right out the window. Yeah. So that... Um, there's another one. You can go up a little bit. Please. No, a little higher, I think. What was it about? I can't remember. Um, oh, I guess I, I don't know. I don't see it. Insanity. Yeah. Two hundred, like two hundred fifty new laws. What a joke! Last year it was more than that. Yeah, but I didn't add. I don't know. No, it's crazy. Every year they do this madness, uh-huh. and it's just, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Tax dollars at work. Yeah, but I have some good stuff. If you're done, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um, it's not Illinois, but it could very soon be. A small Ohio town recently fought for its freedom from a tyrannical government. The city's government was bloated, wasting taxpayer dollars, and not showing any sign of stopping. It went as far to renovate the town's government offices into a Victorian-style building with a lion door knocker, chandeliers on the ceiling, and a gazebo in the backyard. All of this after raising taxes the previous year and then having the audacity to propose another tax increase after the renovations were complete. 
This was the last straw for many in the town. In a massive effort to put the power back to the people, the population voted to disband the entire governing body, dissolving (laughs) it into surrounding townships. (laughs) With a vote of 843 to 479, they did just that, saving a town from an overbearing government, sucking the money out of the community only to benefit itself. A true fight to get behind. These people went to their town board, or went to their town hall, basically, and was just like, no. You're done. Y'all got, y'all, you're all fired. It's nuts. So, that's great news. I love that story. (laughs) Completely dissolved the entire governing body, and it was absorbed by the surrounding townships. That's amazing. It's like, part of me is like, I wonder... It's like, can we do that on a state level? (laughs) (laughs) Take me. I'm an orphan of my former state. Right? Um, So there's that story. It's a small one, but it's it's a good one. Um, But speaking of Illinois laws, we have another gun-grabbing bill dropped on the table. Yay! It aims to take guns from the public without due process. But guess what? It's not a red flag law. It is exactly the snowball that red flag laws allow. By passing red flag laws, we've told the government that due process isn't necessary to take someone's gun. We've told them just being worried is enough. So law papers, law, law papers? lawmakers have taken mm-hmm. this newfound power and ran with it just as all the people on the right said they would. Now... If you post on social media and your posts are found to be alarming, regardless if you already possess a, passed a background check, regardless if you already possess a FOID card, they can be taken away from you, your weapons, and even revoke your FOID card indefinitely. If this sounds familiar, it's because last year New York tried the exact same thing. Theirs, though, required you to give complete access to all of your social media to the police. <laughs> this bill only requires that you give over your name, the name on your, the handle, you know, what you're going by on social media. Well, I, for one, am happy I live in a sanctuary county because I will not comply. If I had guns, of course. But that's next down the pipe. Nice. Nuts. Absolutely insane. Yeah. What a joke. Well, I've got one more story if you're done. I am. This is not Illinois. We're going to close the show out with a little bit of witch doctory, I guess, as Tommy likes to call me. I like it. Um, So, a total... Of 1,070 occupied bald eagles' nests were counted in this year's survey by the Center for Conservation Biology at the College of William and Mary. It's the first time more than 1,000 have been counted since the survey started 60 years ago. This marks a remarkable comeback for the bird whose population had dropped to just 20 pairs in the state in 1970, said Brian D. Watts, the center's director. The eagle's resurgence in Virginia is part of a nationwide recovery. Hailed as a great conservation success story, 
involving habitat preservation and the banning of certain pesticides. Once decimated by DDT and other pollutants, the national bird was one of the first species put on the endangered species list in 1967. They were delisted in 2007, and there are now 10,000 nesting pairs nationwide, according to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Mitchell Bird is a retired professor who has been doing the Virginia survey for 40 years. When he started, he wouldn't see a single nest along the James River. He's heartened to see so many bald eagles now. Quote, it's indicative of what we, we as a species can do if we set our minds to it. This year's survey found nesting pairs in 57 Virginia counties and 12 cities, with some of the highest concentrations near the Potomac and Rappahannock rivers. Many of their offspring, too young still to have their iconic white plumage, also were spotted. The Chesapeake Bay watershed is a prime feeding ground in both summer and winter, drawing the eagles from as far north as Canada and as far south as Florida. Watts said their breeding space is now at a premium, so their population growth should begin slowing. An increasing number of injuries and deaths related to intraspecies combat is one telltale sign of how crowded crowded they've become. Another is the speed at which a mate is replaced. Bald eagles typically mate, mate for life, but when one partner dies now, Watts said, there's a string of suitors immediately that comes into that space. America. It terrified me. <laughs> I was not ready for the screech of a freedom bird. Yeah. So that's awesome. I thought that'd be a good way to end the show. America. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So... With that being said, what do we need to look out for, Mr. Comrade? Um, Hong Kong. There are still some things going on there. I haven't heard anything crazy, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Um, Iran still doing their crazy things. Um, Iraq is still protesting. Some South American countries are still... Lots of protests all over the world still going crazy. Um, Keep an eye out for your world news. And uh, if you live in Iroquois County, vote for me. I'm running for Iroquois County Board. Nice. So beyond that, nothing much. Cool. I would say keep your eyes open for any kind of political horse cockery, last minute at the end of the year bills are trying to get slammed through. Just keep an eye out for that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. That it? That's all I got. Cool. Um, y'all could um, visit orphansoftheamericandream.com to listen to our show. Um, hopefully here, first part of the year, we'll get our website updated, get the store back up, start doing some things, write more articles and whatnot. Um, we're working towards that. We'll see if it happens. Um, but definitely be on the lookout for that. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. Trying to rebrand a little bit. Um, OAD underscore studios on Twitter. 
OAD Studios on Parlor. Um, what's Instagram? You should start posting your memes on Instagram. You're not wrong. We do have a Instagram, I believe. I can't remember. It's that's got to be OAD. I think under, it's OAD underscore Studios. Probably the same. We tried to go for the same thing everywhere we're at, and of course, Facebook's just orphans of the American dream. Um, if you listen to your podcast on an app, you should subscribe and download and rate us. Give us a rating. That that'd be cool. I like to see comments. Same thing on Facebook. Any of these places where you can rate us, give us a good rating and tell your friends. That's how we grow. Mm-hmm. If you like us, share us. Bottom line. Yep. So yeah. With that said, um, love each other. It's the holiday season. Um, keep your head on a swivel. Be safe. Love each other. Peace, mother brothers. Freedom birds. Blow, 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 blow,